Welcome to our weekly podcast featuring CrescentCitySports.com and GoPreps.com. Ken Trahan with Hunter Bauer. Always a pleasure. And Hunter, here we are, week eight, starting to get a better idea. You focus on power ratings every week. And so we're starting to get some sort of clarity as to what to expect, who's going to make it, who's not, and who's going to be top two or three seeds in each class. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Starting to take shape. I just I can't believe we're already in week eight, Ken. It's just crazy. It seems like this year has gone by fast. Uh, but yeah, you know, a lot of teams are starting to figure out where they're going to fall, whether they're going to have a home game, whether they're going to try to fight for a home game, or even if they're going to get in the playoff field. So uh, it's certainly going to be interesting to watch and see uh, how it unfolds these next uh, next three weeks. All right, let's get right into it with some top games around the state this weekend. First of all. Acadiana Southside. This is a really good rivalry in your neck of the woods. A young one, of course, Southside, a very young school, but the Sharks have really risen quickly to become an outstanding program. Very close loss early in the year. Other than that, good. Acadiana, still really good, but really took it on the chin against John Curtis last week. Yeah, no doubt. This is... uh... This is going to be uh, uh, interesting to see how Acadiana bounces back from that shutout, lo- shutout loss. It was the first time in three years that the Rams had been shut out and, again, came into that game with the leading offense uh, in, in the state. And, and uh, John Curtis was determined and, 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 and gave Acadiana all they wanted. But, uh, you know, Southside's on a four-game win streak, only loss coming to an undefeated Karen Crow. Uh, Sharks have surrendered 14 or more points five times this season. So, uh, a little bit of a uh, little bit of offensive troubles, I guess, for for Southside. That's not a good thing with the Cadiana coming into the game trying to stop them. Uh, did talk to coach uh, head coach Josh Fontenot for Southside. He expects his team to show up and be ready for a showdown. Key to the game is making fewer mistakes in the Cadiana, which is key because the Cadiana is a really sound football team. Uh, but he did say that they're excited to play at home. It's a home game for Southside, uh, so it should be a good atmosphere, a good crowd for that for that district matchup. Baton Rouge area, you've got two school districts colliding, Central and Zachary. Central chased Catholic to the wire last week. Zachary has simply been good. Thoughts? Yeah, key race in the District 4 four or 5A battle. Like you said, Central edged, uh, Central was edged out by Catholic uh, uh, last week. Zachary really hasn't been tested over the last few weeks. Not really their fault on their part, uh, part of the – the district play, but uh, this can serve as a wake-up call for them if Zachary is not ready. Uh, Central is uh, looking much improved this year. They have three shutout victories, so uh, uh, Coach Simino knows what he's doing. He's been a winner everywhere he's gone, uh, so he's definitely going to have the uh, have have Central ready to play against a good Zachary team Friday night. Northwest Louisiana, Darbon Woods, Calvary Baptist showdown game. Tommy Tharp's done a great job. Uh, he'll tell you how he thinks, and you love that about him, and yet Ronnie Hewitt's done a terrific job, and Calvary Baptist is loaded. So, look, this is a really good matchup. I think we'll find out more about Darbar Woods than anything else in this game. Yeah, this has definitely turned out to be a good rivalry matchup between two good teams, a battle of the unbeaten. Uh, Control of District 1-2A is at stake. Uh, Calvary, I don't need to say much more about them. They possess one of the top quarterbacks in the state, Abram Wardell. they got weapons all over the field. Their defense is solid. Uh, but Darbon Woods, they're kind of the, the Cinderella of this of this season. They're one of the biggest turnarounds since Coach Tharp got there. Uh, he's got them off to their best start in school history, uh, averaging seven seven points per game given up in district play. Um, 
uh, in my notes, I said it has allowed more than two touchdowns only once this season. So I talked to Coach Gewen, said Calvary's key to the game is stopping Darvon on defense uh, and, and, and to keep Timberwolves, the t- Timberwolves from controlling the game. Coach Tharp's really good at that, at controlling the game. So really good key there for Coach Gewen, uh, but expect a, a, a really good matchup. Here in the New Orleans area over at Morris Jeff Stadium, it'll be Endicar hosting Holy Cross. Tigers suffered their first loss last week to Brother Martin in a good one. And Carr, of course, undefeated and playing superb defense. And look, these are two of not only the top teams in the area, two of the top teams in that division and certainly mm-hmm. uh, in their district in 9-5-8. Yeah, I mean, this is a huge power points game as well as, as a Catholic League showdown. Holy Cross fell to a strong bro- Brother Martin team last week, uh, first loss of the season. Edna Carr has won six straight and only surrendered 44 points this season. So that go, needs to tell you all you know about Edna Carr. Uh, talk to, to Coach Scott. Expects the team to go back to playing their brand of football. Uh, they're really getting the kids to refocus on the task at hand. They, he thinks that you know last week just was not a, a real focused week. Um, it says that Holy Cross must create energy uh, on the field and play their pace of offense, especially against Edna Carr. Huge key is to get off the field on third down when Edna Carr has the ball. So, uh, yeah, this is the, and, and, and could be for control or, or, or share of the uh, district lead. It's just a strong Catholic league uh, this year, uh, Ken, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Holy Cross can, can match up against Edna Carr. Uh, but Coach, Coach Watney's really got them playing good right now, so let's see how they bounce back uh, after that Ulster Brother Martin. Of course, the big matchup in central Louisiana, Gina, and Bunky, well, something's got to give in this game, right? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you, you like to see somebody go undefeated, but fortunately they can't. Uh, again, this win could add some separation for Gina in the power points. They're leading. They're currently ranked number one in that non-select Division Two. Uh, Gina's got a little bit tougher uh, strength of schedule with some marquee wins against Leesville, Mangum, Tioga. Uh, Bunky's only played two teams with winning records, but regardless – both teams know how to score a lot of points. Bunky ranks ninth in the state, 45 points per game. Uh, Coach Hillman from Bunky was talking about how Gina's size advantage up, has, a, has the size advantage up front and that his team will have to ramp up its speech, speed to match that, which they can. So talks about he talked about expecting a physical, physical game between both teams. Penalties and special teams will play a major role in that game. Back to your neck of the woods, Lafayette Christian will play at Westgate. Westgate, a couple of losses, but to good teams. And, of course, Lafayette Christian is overwhelming in their victory yeah. over Turlings Catholic. Yeah, no doubt. They definitely flexed their muscle against Turlings Catholic, 61-3, to smashing over the uh, over a good Rebels team, by the way. I mean, Turlings Catholic is really good this year. Uh, but that just goes to show you how strong Lafayette Christian is, which is key going this far into the season, not that far from the playoffs. Uh, Westgate edged out Vermilion, uh, Vermilion Catholic after suffering back-to-back losses. Could be a great atmosphere uh, at Westgate. Uh, but you got to slow down Jawan Johnson in the LCA defense. That's the key. That's the only key that you need right there. Uh, but do expect a good district matchup between these two. Two great district matchups. We'll talk about another one here in, in a little bit. But this just goes to show you how strong 4-4-A is uh, this year. Santa Mom undefeated at Dutchdown. Griffins have only lost one, and they're at home. There's an opportunity here for the Griffins. This will be a very good game. Yeah. Undefeated Santa Mom, a really good Santa Mom team. Griffins bounced back from a, uh, a week six loss with a 30-16 to 16 victory over Live Oak last week. Uh, talked to Coach Mistretta. He spoke about not playing up 
to the standards over the last few weeks, especially they have those two bye weeks with uh, with Carver forfeiting their game, and they had an open date. Uh, so he, he's he's been preaching to the team they got to get back playing with that same energy that they started out with, which is key going up against the Gators. Uh, they got to match that energy level. Uh, St. Amant's dominated their last three opponents, allowing a total of 15 points. Uh, Babin, their quarterback, really great, returning from injury, is able to mix it up on offense. Uh, so it's going to be a key for for Dutchtown to get in there and, and match that energy. St. Amant, they're uh, they're on fire this year, and they want to keep it that way. 7-5A matchup, Terrebonne off of a loss to Destrehan. At East St. John to play an undefeated Wildcats team. Of course, most people feel it will be East St. John and Destrehan, but Terrebonne's talented enough to give East St. John a game here. Yeah, and, and Ken, one of the things I put on my notes is, can the will the Wildcats be looking ahead to that showdown with Destrehan? If they, if they are, Terrebonne could slide right in, maybe score an upset. Terrebonne took it just a second loss of the season. Uh, against Destrehan last week. Uh, so they've got to make up some ground in the power points. So this is a key game for them, too. They're 22nd in the power points, 28 get in, top 16 get a home game. So if they want a ho- home game, this is this would be the game to win right here. be a lot of power points for Terrebonne. Uh, so a lot to play for for both, t- for both sides. But East St. John, the key is you can't look forward. You've got to play it. you got to have the task at hand, play Terrebonne to your best this week. Back to that great district in your neck of the woods, Turlings Catholic. Smarting from that whipping last week, taking on their Catholic brethren, St. Thomas More. This is a rivalry for people that aren't aware of what goes on in southwest Louisiana. This is a huge rivalry. There's a lot of love that's not lost when these two schools get together in virtually any sport. Yeah, and I was just looking at the power ratings. Both teams are in the top five of that uh, of that select district, too. So, again... You want if you're in the top four, you get a first round bye. So this is a big game for Turlings if they can get it past if they can get past St. Thomas More. Uh, yeah, I mean St. Thomas More, they've surrendered just three points in their last three games. Uh, they're just really good on defense. Sam Altman on the quarterback on offense um, for the Cougars playing lights out. They're averaging 44 points a game. You know how can Turlings bounce back from that devastating defeat to Lafayette Christian last week? It's the first time they've been held under d- double digits in the regular season since 2018, and that was against St. Thomas More. So really a lot to fight for. Uh, two high octane offenses going at it, but the highlight, but uh, defense will be the key to this battle. And then finally, Tioga and Neville, a couple of teams that have lost one game, two four a battle. Game of course is at Monroe and Neville. So. Look, uh, this is certainly a game where the Tigers would be favored, but uh, you can't rule Tioga out. Yeah, no doubt, and I think it's the battle for the the two four A championship up there. Neville only uh, only Neville's only loss coming to a uh, an undefeated Ruston squad. Uh, the Tigers have allowed six points or less in three of their last four games. Uh, Tioga lost to a really good Gina squad that we talked about earlier in Week Five, but they posted wins in their last two outings. Um, Indians can't surrender a ton of points this week. And looking at the Division One select uh, power ratings, they're sitting at number seven. So they they are trying to fight uh, to get a first round bye as well. I'm certainly hoping to keep a home game. Uh, definitely get a lot of points either way from this game, win or lose. But uh, but yeah, I mean Tioga has just as much riding on this uh, as Neville does, and uh, a win could not only you pinned a really good Neville squad, but uh, boost them up in the power ratings a little bit, which is which is key in that uh, slate Division One. We'll have previews of virtually every one of these games and reporters at all these games 
on Ken Trahan's original prep football report Friday night, 6 to midnight, 106.1 FM in the New Orleans area, four other stations, and at NashFM1061.com on a statewide and worldwide basis. And, of course, we talked to Hunter in our countdown show with Les East and Jude Young. This week it's John Curtis Christian Night. So J.T. Curtis will be on hand, and maybe he'll join in the conversation with oh, you nice. as well. <laughs> and, of course, power ratings, don't miss them. Go to gopreps.com to get that. You can't miss it. You'll be really happy doing so. And at CrescentCitySports.com Friday night, you can watch Holy Cross at Carr from Morris Jeff Stadium Live and always uh, free and via replay at CrescentCitySports.com. So the partnership continues. We appreciate it very much, Hunter. And as always, look forward to talking to you Friday night and have a blessed weekend. Absolutely, Ken. Thank you so much and uh, looking forward to Friday night. Here we go, guys. Week eight. Let's go. Amen. (laughs)